Hello and welcome to episode number 232 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. Not a lot to promote or talk about in this intro except to say that either next week or the following week we are going to be reposting an old episode for reasons that I can't get into right now and honestly I'd rather not but that's going to be happening either next week or the following week there will be a lot more about that and why that's happening uh, in a little bit uh, also there's going to be some videos coming out I'm not going to say necessary I said mentioned one of them in the last episode there's going to be some camping outdoor hiking videos coming out next month is all I'm going to say about that, mainly because I have to wait to get some new equipment and not just uh, camping, outdoor, hiking-type videos. There's probably going to be one or two other videos that are going to be going up, hopefully, in April or May. The reason why there's been a huge delay on all that is been time and getting new equipment but in the meantime you have this giant double wide episode that uh might have elevated into a fight had i still felt the way i felt after i saw the batman for the first time uh it was a very heated discussion right after the movie i had since calmed down and we talk about that in this episode uh so in the meantime enjoy this episode and as always if you like it let us know at NerdProCool on Twitter, NerdProCool at gmail.com. Leave a review on iTunes, since currently I believe we are still only available on iTunes, but leave a review. Let us know you're listening. We appreciate that sort of thing. Tell your friends, tell your friends, and tell their friends. The more people that listen, the more, number one, we can do more cool stuff, and number two, the more motivated, I guess, we will be to put the episodes out more often, which we are not doing now uh, for uh, scheduling reasons and also because we have no idea. I mean, I know some of you are listening, so yeah, let us know. In the meantime, episode 232, Dirt Podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. Yeah, it's gonna... I mean, we'll get warm, but, you know, it's definitely going to pick, it would have definitely picked yeah. up the the AC in the background. So, yeah, we, we, we've been recording. We're recording. Hey, uh, how's it going, bitch? I'm, I'm all right. Uh, I have softened you on my might, position. I, uh, let's, let's get things started with. Well, do you want to, do you, you want to, do you want to, do you want to get into it first or do you no, want to talk? I get into you. <laughs> you you want to, you want to. And you're like the, you're. Out of theater reaction, like someone just smacked you, or no, even worse, someone took your favorite steak from your table and ate it right in front of you, slowly, without you doing any goddamn thing. You were fucking pissed out of that, out of the theater. So, 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 I guess we're just gonna get jump because there was there is some stuff that happened very recently. That we can talk about, or do you want to talk about post getting into it about the Batman? Let's get let's let's okay. Get, let's, okay. I'm ready to roll up my sleeves. I, I was I was I'm very so 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 my initial gut feeling um, that I, I I will say that I have since softened on uh, and I have a better opinion on it is I my initial gut reaction to the Batman was meh. Uh, and then we started to actually talk about it when we were outside of the theater. And there were certain really, what I thought were really dumb 
elements of the film that made me really salty that elevated to me being very, very angry yeah. <laughs> about really? it. Really? <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck are you angry about? I mean, it's- obviously we're going to get into it, but I'm like, based on the nature of this film, you know, one first film, uh, first Batman film from this director, um, the fact that this director took so much liberties with this character. I'm like, damn. I mean, he hit all the right, like, nerdy, not the nerdy superhero chords, the nerdy Batman chords. I'm like, damn, dude, and you're that pissed off? Well, I will say, I will admit, rhetorically, uh, just said that word re- really weird. Um, Me no speak English either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I was definitely, for some reason, way more irritated by it than <laughs> that night than I have then. Like I said, I have since <laughs> calmed down about it. But I, I think, because I thought about this, I think what made me initially so salty is that the the parts that were, that I thought were bad, were st- ended up being so bad, at least in the moment after seeing it. I don't feel, I don't think I feel as strongly about it as I felt initially after seeing it, were so dumb to me. Uh, And it was in such stark contrast to how fucking good the rest of the movie was. Like, all the other elements were. And I think that's like, I mean, I don't know why I got so angry, but I think that's like one of my, you know, when it comes to like movies, <laughs> oh, Katie wants attention. Um, uh, audio podcast, Eve's cat is climbing all over him. Yeah, she demands it, or she's just trying to do her best to get me to feed her more. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, no, no, you can't have gummy bears. Uh, I, I think it might be like one of my buttons. When it's just like, God damn it, everything else about this is so good. All right, let's how did you that. how did you fuck this up? Let's, all right, let's <laughs> this get part into up. That. Let's get into the negatives. Okay. Like, what's um, like one of the first the most glaring thing that really got underneath your skin? I think there were there were elements of the script that felt really ham handed and like dumb. Like uh I mean, I think I... I've... You mentioned the fact that Selena Kyle, you know, tells the audience, hey, uh, Falcone, Falcone, Italians say Falcone. Americans are bad... Uh, people who don't know how to speak Italian say Falcone. Apparently, it's Falcone. Yeah. Uh, she admits that Falcone is her father. So, so... You hated that because it's in stark contrast to how it's presented in the well, books. Well, 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 it's not so much that it's... Stark contrast to how it's presented in the books. I have a similar problem with some of the, the elements of the script that are like that in the movie. The same uh, reason that I was super salty at the ending of the second half of the animated adaptation of Batman Long Halloween, Halloween is, which is what they're pulling from uh, in those in that element that uh, Selena Kyle is uh, Roman Falcone's daughter. I always get really salty when it feels like they are just you're just telling the audience you're not trusting them to figure it out you're not using in a film 
where everything else is so beautifully done visually and suggest things are suggested and implied so beautifully, you know, in the visuals and in the cinematography to not go that direction to to pick a much dumber way of getting that across. Uh, and also dramatically, it weakens that point. Just having her blurted out like that. Uh, I had a similar problem. I mean, this is much more minor, but the, I mean, obviously this is going to have spoilers. The addition of the Joker at the end just seemed tacked Joker, on and dumb. It's First of all, it's just, uh, I, I view that as a post credit scene. It's not, I mean, it's not. But it no, was, it, it was bad. It was, it was dumb. Yeah. But it's just, I feel It was that, really bad. It was, it's just viewed as a way of introducing to introducing to the fact that Batman has met the Joker, get it out of the way, and it's not insinuating any future involvement in other movies. And on top of that, it's just to let you know that hey, Arkham is real. They're crazy people, and he's fought bad guys before. Sure, I did not. I didn't view this but as an essential but, but part. It isn't, and that's why if it's it's so bad that why not just? I know. I mean, I know why it's in there. But it was just so bad. But it doesn't take away from the film, though. I mean, it's... see, but see, for me, there are, there are a so. bunch of moments like that in a film that are so glaringly not good oh, that and, they distract from the and really I good. And I get back to the whole issue with the reveal of her relationship with Falcone. I don't see what the problem is because it's not too tease is what's her relationship that's not the point of it the point of that scene is to show how glaringly obtuse um bruce wayne is sure because the idea is that he thought he she, she had a relationship with falcone and the whole point of this movie is to kind of tear him down thinking that just because he is a rich guy something yeah you rarely do he is, i was yes, gonna he i was gonna comment on that yeah rich guy mm -hmm. so there are some elements that is just going above his head like the clue that the riddler thought was so glaringly obvious but the fact that he is a rich kid he's not going to put two and two together in terms of the murder weapon that he used on the uh, mayor. The assumption that, you know, people who gets into this life of like um, being a call girl or whatever is something that they chose. I mean, that moment was to cut him down a few pegs, not to set up a so, mystery. So, 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 it, well, well no, that's, that's not what, fun. that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I actually, the whole goal of that scene uh, it's actually one of the th the elements of the film that I really like, and it's something they've never really addressed with Batman, especially in this version of Batman. I actually one of the things I really like is that Bruce Wayne is is. Uh, I initially think I was a little salty about it, but after thinking about it, and I read actually an article about uh, I think it was in the Onion about it, where there's just like this is the first time they've actually ad addressed the fact that he's kind of a in those first couple of years, a rich dummy. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> like, no, I mean, they they probably just said it in the comics, but in the movies, he's not portrayed that way. Like, Batman Begins, which well, is... Well, no, no, like no, his... that, that's what I mean. This is the first time yeah. in the movies that he's... that they've called attention to the fact. Uh, I just think in that scene, uh, a lot of the dialogue is very ham-handed, handed, and there's a bunch of scenes where it is... The dialogue is just kind of clumsy, 
and it hurts it hurts the effect of the of the actual scene. Uh, I also was I'm considerably less salty about this now, but it is another push button for me, and it's the thing I think I got most upset about initially is when characters who are supposed to, especially if they're villains, who are supposed to be really smart are written really dumb in a really dumb way. Like, for the sake of the audience. Uh, I think it's... I all, I just I just think it's pandering to the lowest common denominator. But you do know it's a movie. Yeah, yeah. One. And two, I mean, you met, I, I remember you mentioning that. I'm like, from the portrayals of the Riddler, I mean, he leaves riddles. But, I mean, how overly complicated are you expecting? Some, like... Perfect, like, perfect SAT level. It wasn't the I riddles. Mean- it wasn't the riddles. It was more, there was just stuff of, like, it seemed like, you know, th- th- people made a big deal about how this is the first time you see uh, Batman as a detective. And I was just like, yeah, but a detective who... Basically, anyone who has a decent brain could have figured out, i.e. 90% of the audience or whatever, could just figure this shit out. Like, it's actually... None of the stuff that's going on is is that complicated. It's And it's just like... It's... it's I don't know. I always feel like if it's like if you're if you're try if it seemed like the oh stinky feet he, my <laughs> the cat is rolling around on my shoes uh, that had my sweaty feet on them, um, but I don't know. I always as time has gone on as far as movies, uh, and I understand that at the end of the day, it is a comic book movie. Uh, yes. You have to. Re- also, I'm glad that you. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. At the end of the day, I have to. There are certain it's elements. Not a movie. I mean, it's not a book. I mean, yeah. I, I think the medium matters a lot. Where yeah. you're not going to have something. It, yes, it's a three hour long movie. Yeah. How could you also tack on overly complicated thing? I mean, listen. It doesn't have not- to be overly complicated, but it doesn't have to be dumb. And I thought it was dumb. That's that's really what it is. Like, I think there was a happy medium, and they didn't even try for the happy what medium. What was the happy medium? I don't know. I don't know how you, what it was, but I, I just felt like there were so many parts of it that – so many parts of the so-called, like, mystery part that I thought were dumb, and there were a lot of dialogue elements, like, in the writing. I thought – God bless – I love Jeffrey Wright, but Commissioner Gordon was came across as so stupid silly in this movie i mean they're like I mean, so silly like so silly no i mean there were like a few aspects it was like um, a parody of what a grizzled cop is supposed to be instead of portraying an actual grizzled cop it seemed like they were doing a parody of the grizzled cop I, like a like a comedy sketch version of jim gordon that's how that felt like to me I mean, with the movie, I mean, I kind of needed that. It's a lot. I mean, that's fair. Thing with the it's penguin. fair. That's fair. Pengu- I, mean, I, I loved him, I mean, by the way. They're like some. This is a very dulcome movie. Sure, where it's sure. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It weighs on you a lot. So those moments 
of like you know of Jim Gordon. Yes, he's a little goofy, but it shows that one not only is an honest cop, but he knows when he's a little above his league, and then he needs the services of the Batman. You know, I mean, you it, need to show that why is he dependent on this weird vigilante? He needs that because he's also out of his depth. He's not first time he's dealing with a crazy uh, a, a psychopath in terms of the uh, Riddler, and you need someone of the capabilities of the Batman to get involved. So you need, you have to portray uh, Jim Gordon in a way that would explain why he's working with a vigilante. Yeah, but he still comes across as kind of, that's what I said, it still comes across as like uh, the comedy sketch version. Like I said, it seems like, it's it's again one of those things is I feel like he could have, definitely have him have some levity to the film like the penguin provided but there was just i it, it just it was distracting like you're saying cuz the rest of the film is so you know dark and arduous yeah. and yeah uh but the way and like i said i don't have an issue with them inserting some levity but it's there's Again, I think it's a weakness of the script is that there's just the or maybe it was just a, a wrong decision that Jeffrey Wright made and how he played Jim Gordon. It just came across as like silly. I, I mean, I wouldn't say silly. I mean, I wouldn't say silly. I mean, it's a different portrayal. People um, were laughing at him like in the theater. And not and again, I don't think because the aside from a, a handful of the scenes there were definitely people who were laughing in scenes where it's just like I don't know if the intent here was was humor but you're laughing because what you're watching is a comedy sketch comedy version of this character inserted into a movie that the rest seems very like why is this sketch comedy version of of commissioner gordon what is he doing in this movie that the rest is very serious uh so yeah that's what i mean is that there were just some elements that were so badly done that they took me out of the film momentarily and the reason why it made me salty is like i said so many of the other elements of the film are so good yeah are great even but the thing is look at all of it look at bruce wayne you can't have yes he's a little out there, but I didn't find that distracting. In fact, I felt that it was necessary. But that's see, but that's the thing. But see, that's the thing. Balance what the what Batman was bringing. But see, but that's the thing. That's the thing. When it came to Bruce Wayne, Batman, I didn't have that issue. Uh, for the most part, I I said aside from that one scene where I thought the dialogue was clumsy. Uh, I didn't feel that way about Selena Kyle. Like it's it's just there were just. I think the the parts that I thought were bad. I, I mean, I I hate to sound like a broken record, but they seemed worse in comparison to the rest of the film. I mean, listen, I don't mind like the buddy cop. Uh, sure. Feel. I mean, that I I I dug it. I mean, I didn't see there was a problem. I mean, it was a problem for you, but I don't think it's distracting in the movie. Maybe with some of the people in the film, but for some people who were watching with us in the theater. But, I mean, that... I One, I didn't pay attention to that. And in the previous uh, theater that I saw Batman in, dead silence. Sure. Nothing. 
aside from like a few jokes with a whole thumb drive. But you know, it's I I thought everyone was fully engaged. I mean, maybe with the people there um, that we saw the movie with, but I don't think it was. Might have been a different crowd. Uh, I I don't know. I it's. Like I said, I had I like I'm definitely not as I I definitely want to see it again. Uh also because the scope in all of this is that by nitpicking like I mean granted everyone will nitpick, everyone's a critic, but the idea is considering the grand scale of this film what they're tr- it's in my face man what do you want to do put it in my mouth gosh if you put it in yeah you can't gesture. it's right there you can't gesture I, you can't gesture while that's why i want to get stands again because you can't gesture with your hand that the oh. mic is in because when you gesture the mic pokes away from uh, your face <laughs> i've been told my how many carries. My it, do- it carries. definitely does yeah it definitely does um but the point is I find that, you know, considering the the risks that this movie takes, I don't lose sight of that. Sure. You know, and the fact that they take not they take the opposite of the MCU approach. They take a very director driven vision. He had a vision of what he wanted to do. He loved what I mean, he I think he was a student of Jeff Loeb when he was in film school. He loved what he Jeff Loeb did with uh some of his Batman books. He tried to recreate that in the film. So I take that, yeah, it's is it it's not a perfect film. No one is ever gonna say that. three fucking hours long, you could definitely cut some shit off. But in the grand scheme of it, it is a fucking well done Batman film. Even more I was I wasn't than so some of the other. So other I will films. say, as irritated as I salty as I came across, uh, I still think. I mean, I think my gut feeling was meh. My overtime feeling, uh, and I definitely want to see it again. Is like. No, the 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 good definitely overwhelms the parts. It's just, just I've I mean I've been looking into what they were doing and how purposeful that they were using the lenses, the effects, how they tried to create grime all around Gotham City. This is this is hands. It's beautiful. So let's putting aside the things that I thought were salt that I was salty about. uh, Let's get into the stuff that I actually love about this film. This is hands down uh live action at least. Hands down no competition the best version of Gotham I have ever seen on film. It is taking Tim Burton and toning down the color. Well, well, know? it's not just that. It is it is also weirdly, I mean obviously cuz they shot they very obviously shot parts of it here. Uh, this is the most New York looking Gotham <laughs> that it's been. I don't know if it's, it's New York. I mean, there are definitely, I recognize some. It's definitely not all New York. Cause no, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah, there's Chicago, but there's like, there's inspiration of like, like Gothic hues. I mean, mm-hmm. buildings inside where Wayne, it's, I guess it's not Manor, Wayne building, whatever it's called. It's just so unique looking. I mean, it's just it, it reminds me of a live action gargoyles. 
yes. uh, setting of the, New York. The, so uh, that's what I like. So about that. Gotham, like this is hands down the best visual, and, and I, I will take it further and say just just everything version of Gotham they have ever done, ever <laughs> in live action. Uh yeah, it and also just everything is just shot so fucking it's beautiful. beautiful. It's dirty. Yeah. The cops are more corrupt. Yes. You know, I was like I was watching Batman Begins. They was like, yeah, they're corrupt, but they don't look really that corrupt aside from Flash, you know, who's like the one lone dirty cop, but like this one Everyone looks bad. Even some of the good cops. Yeah. Where, where you initially thought, hey, this guy's going to turn on Gordon, but eventually they, they turn good. But, like, you see how uh, how much of an uphill battle Batman has well, well, in it's, cleaning it's, up it's the city. That... Like, why the fuck would you do that? Even fucking Real, who won the <laughs> election, it's like, why do you want to run, <laughs> you know, be a leader of the city? This is a shithole. Why do this? Uh, I, like... You also just like a, a a version of Gotham where you see that corruption, and I'll say as far as like the actual plot of the film and the reasoning, aside from like the actual plan, but the reasoning uh, behind Riddler doing everything and the fact that like the corruption in Gotham just goes so deep. I mean, I knew way before they. Uh, this comes back to one of the parts that like I was salty about, but I'm less salty about this aspect, substantially less salty about this aspect, is the fact that uh, the corruption, as soon as like he started to talk about uh, the past, before he even brought up Ty- Thomas Wayne, I was just like, oh, this is because Thomas Wayne was involved with Falcone back in the day. Uh, I mean, that, that might be, be that. I mean, I've that, seen that. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was a little weird. I don't know if it's at all in the comic books. I don't remember. Uh, because I remember Court of Owls kind of, uh, addressed, uh, Thomas Wayne and, you know, his past. I don't remember. It seemed like they just tacked on that his wife had mental mental problems. I don't know, though. Look into Earth 1. Okay. Some of the more, because I know they drew a lot of inspiration, especially for Alfred, where he was initially the butler. He was a bodyguard. Sure. Before. So it's a, a lot of, I think, Earth One. Uh, uh, I was, a, yeah, uh, uh, initially salty that, like, Alfred wasn't really a character in this, but I'm okay, I'm okay with that now. I, mean, I don't. I'm not. So I'm not much. salty about that. Yeah, there's yeah, so yeah, much. yeah. There's, there's so, so much, much you could do with that. And if they do yeah, yeah. a sequel, I it makes sense that now that Bruce has overcome some of his issue with yeah. connecting with humanity, that they will he'll start to appreciate you know his relationship with Alfred, and hopefully that develops in the next movie or so. But the idea is that he is so. I mean, of course, he can't be have enough screen time because Bruce Wayne is pushing him away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I will also say that, you know, some of the elements that I was also salty about, I'm not salty, but I think they're, I've like changed my mind on like the Batmobile, uh, as much as I gave it you shit. You say Mad Max, I'm like, dude, is that a fucking insult or a compliment? You know, I mean, I think that's the whole point, you know, this is so, so, look. so here, here's the thing. Initially, I thought that that was dumb, uh, in, in hindsight, 
after. So I was just like, because oh no, that's Mad Max is pure, and you can't make anything look like Mad Max vehicles. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It was that. Uh, I realized that that not realized, but I like kind of was like, oh. So what initially my gut reaction was just like, oh, you're just doing that. Like it seemed like, oh, you couldn't come up with your own thing. Now feels more like, oh, you're doing a, an homage. It, a lot it, of this is yeah, yeah, homage, yeah, yeah. dude. Well, well, there's interesting. I mean, now we bring it up. The Batsuit was a really interesting choice because uh, it's Gotham by Gaslight. It's the Gotham by Gaslight It's a suit. little bit of that and it's a little bit of Cordop. Court of Owls too. It is, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. they looks he looks like a talent, especially with it's, it's the gauntlets and his like, arms. Uh, that was a, another thing. Like I said, there are some things that, like my initial gut reaction, I think would was negative towards. That I, I mean, I dug it. I, know, I I really dig it. it now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It. I mean, it's it's a unique look. It, he looks faster, you know, yeah. compared to a yes, previous Batman yes. in live screen. You know, where, you know, he doesn't seem, obviously, he can move his neck, you know, more so than the other film. But, you know, it, it looks like it's not polished. You know, you kind of remind, what I like about the suit is what, it, it reminds me of Daredevil. You know, it's not that tech Yeah. And that's what I love. I mean, you... You are a big fan of Daredevil. I'm a big fan of Netflix Daredevil, you know, and how that was portrayed. And Which how we, we will d- discuss briefly after we just talk about talk about. I have I have opinions on that. Um, I love the look of that, and I always wanted to have like a Batman that uh, uh, in the in the in big screen that kind of like borrows from what Netflix did with that with Daredevil, and I, this is the closest that I'll get to that. So I was like, mm, I love it. Uh. I initially thought that a lot of the that the, the like big set like chase sequences and all that were uh underwhelming. I'm now like no they were cool. They just weren't they it's, just It's a Warner yeah. Brothers thing. They have to have a bat chase. Well, 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 well it wasn't it but wasn't it looks cool. Though. It does. It does. I just Although he's a little reckless. Batman I, is a, re- a little reckless. I'm not sure if people died in that shit where you could have done something to stop Penguin from risking a lot of lives. But I I like the fact that he was visually overwhelmed by all of it. But, you know, Batman being Batman, he was very one-sided and he was going to get fucking Penguin so, one way or, so, the, or the other. So I think also one of my initial disappointments that I've since, uh, I hope they do more of them. That Matt Reeves, at least, or at least this version of Batman, we see more of, because there was stuff that I I I wanted more of a, a like a, a a coolness factor to, and coolness factor to just in general, and but I think this version of Batman isn't there yet. He's not there yet. I, I mean, I was I, last night I was rewatching Batman Begins. He first. There is he does no aside from him jumping off of the GCPD after he tries to recruit Jim Gordon where he stumbles on the fire escape. That was his only stumble. He first gets a bat suit and the 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 um that gliding technology and he's a pro at that. You know, there's no flaw at all yeah. in Batman in any of the Nolan films or any of the other any of the ba- Batman films. He's already fully formed as a so he's what I, inhuman in the other films. So so this so, one, so he is at least flawed person so, who can grow into so, the So so what I think is 
was a very... So one of the things that I really digged, dug about this movie that I don't always dig in general, because uh, it can, because as we have seen, it can, uh, we've discussed with the Warner Brothers movies, you know, letting the director do their own thing can, or not letting the director do their own thing, either way, can, 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 can have problems, but this is one of those examples where, like, there's a lot of stuff that he chose that Matt Reeves... That's what I meant when I said initially that it uh, doesn't feel like a Batman film. I didn't mean that as a criticism. I meant that as a compliment. Is that, Or at least now I mean it as a compliment. Maybe when I initially said it, I meant it as a criticism. But I think the fact that it doesn't really feel like a Batman film, it feels like a a Matt Reeves film that Batman happens to be in. Uh, but that's a good thing because it means that there, there was stuff about this that was very... Di- like, you you have Batman that is not... You have a version of Batman who isn't Batman yet, really. Like, he's not there yet. Like, he's still working through shit. He's still, like... He's still becoming Batman, like Batman the superhero. Right now, you know, right now he's still Batman the... I mean, he, you could argue that he always... He's growing. I mean, he is... That but, he's always Batman the crazy vigilante. But but he's not Batman the superhero yet. Whether we'll even see if, if they continue in this direction, whether he grows yeah, I mean, into Batman the I, superhero. I mean, um, wait, the ultimate superhero where he can do no wrong? No, 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 no. I just mean, like, there's... All the other versions of Batman, he even like if you're doing like he's supposed to be like a year. Even the Nolan films, like he's he's fully formed. Yeah. Once he puts on the bat suit, he's he is a fully formed version of Batman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But this intention of this film is not only is he young, but he's also ridiculously emotionally yeah. broken. Yeah, you know. So I mean, he's not. I mean, obviously. I think there's parallel to the flaws in his approach as Batman is simply because his his mission statement is incomplete. You know, his mission statement is all about hurting because he's hurting, hurting other people, hurting criminals, so, but so, not so, saving people. So I, people. I, I also think that, you know, in hindsight, because of the direction of the film, however people might have felt initially... Uh, and I was, I was beforehand, I was like, let's wait and see Robert, Robert Patterson is actually a great actor. Let's see what happens. I actually think in, in now that I've seen the movie, as far as this version of Bruce Wayne Batman, he's fucking perfect. The, <laughs> like, I mean, he's I've, perfect I've, to I've play that version of, of Batman. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen Robert, Robert Pattinson act, but I have to say that he says... He has very little dialogue. Yeah. But he says so much with his facial expressions as Bruce Wayne and just his fucking eyes. Yeah. Like the moment where he feels Riddler could be close to revealing who he is, just looking at his eyes widening, I'm like, this guy is actually afraid <laughs> that this could be all over. His only mo- his only thing that he's able to like release himself and be himself is actually going to be taken away just because the Riddler has figured it, that out. Just his facial expression. 
I appreciate that. You know, so I feel that of all of the other actors who portrayed Bruce Wayne Batman, he has done the most. I think he's even better than Christian Bale in terms of I mean Christian Bale in, in playing have to do this much. version of Batman. Yes, that's what I mean. Much. That's he, what I mean. He's displaying a lot of rage, you know, in his portrayal. So I have to say kudos to him. Um and uh and in terms of great acting. I mean, I've never seen um Paul Dano before. Uh, I've never seen any of his stuff, but that dude is fucking terrifying. He's, uh, I will say that when he's in the prison cell talking to Batman, he came across as a little bit too jokery for jokery or just super villainy. I when I, like he he pushed it to a level that in certain parts that I was just like mm, that's coming across as a little bit Joker, but that's Okay, but yeah, I completely agree with you that he's made a character. He made a character that is not normally scary, even in the comic books. I mean, Joker. I mean, Riddler is a fucking joke. I mean, yeah, only, it's only the most recent incarnation yes. of the Riddler where writers have pushed the character a little more, you know. But historically, you know, he, th- that character has been saddled by the Adam West. You know, Riddler. And Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey. Yeah, and Jim Carrey. Um, Yeah, and definitely Jim Carrey. So I really appreciated the departure where, I mean, he's starting. I mean, obviously, he's not a physical match to Batman at all. You know, but using his mind, his intellect to cause Batman and the city of Gotham some distress, that one I was very impressed, especially with, like, the opening segments where you see him just, like, suddenly appear and then just, like, his glasses shine. You know, it's very horrifying. I mean, it's a very unique take, and I appreciate it. I actually think he's scarier even, like I said, even though he comes across as a little bit, like, joker E. Uh once you see him without the mask in but that scene, thing. That's, that's great. The whole point. Yes. Yeah. 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 That yeah. Is yeah. The yeah. Point. He's more himself with the mask. Yes. Thing that that's how he drew parallel and connection with Batman. He feels that he's more. He's more himself now that he's without the mask. He obviously he you know he feels like he's one, but he's not as menacing as he's I will. I will. Not. I will. I will. I, I will also say that. Um, one of the things that I love about that scene, and it definitely has parallels to the interrogation scene in Dark Knight between Batman and the Joker true, true. in a lot of ways. That might have been why I got like Joker vibes from that scene. Um, I will say that there's one element that this version of that scene did, did better uh, is as much as, you know, in Dark Knight, Joker is trying to sort of trying to say that uh, like Batman is the same, but we know they're not the same. Uh, that's not a question in this version. It's really portrayed in that scene as no, even for us, the audience and Batman in that moment, it's a question whether they are I mean, that different from each other. There are shots where Oh, Bruce Wayne is spying on Catwoman, which is very similar to how the Riddler is spying yeah. on the family. They are purposely showing that 
Batman slash Bruce Wayne is going in the same trajectory, you know, where his mission is no different than what the Riddler is doing. Yeah. And it isn't until that light bulb moment where that 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 I was glad that there were goons. The Riddler goon mentioned the vengeance that he's vengeance that he realizes. Oh shit! You know, yeah. what I did was wrong. I my mission is completely wrong, and I've only done bad things by inspiring all these people, like the Riddler. Yeah, you know. So I'm glad that they're showing parallel and the, and the fact that hey, yeah, slow down. Yes, he's flawed, but this is all part of the narrative of showing how this is not the Batman that you've accustomed to know. This is a growing and developing Batman, I, where hopefully he will get to be the real hero that is pretty cool that does all this shit that has his shit I together. also I also really and I, I I think initially I said it was a departure but I don't know you were saying that it's not really a departure I actually you know of what coming away from it the, the the end the end where it's like him realizing that he is he can actually be a positive symbol yeah, I'm like, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? A Batman is not a positive symbol. Yeah, he inspires fear, but I mean, so from I what was, I've seen I always, from I've, the I, comics, from the animated series, you know, he's always been a force for good. Well, 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 he's always been a force for good, but I don't know the impression that I've always gotten of Batman as a whole uh, is in the comic books, in in and in every version of him is and I don't know maybe more recently he's become less of this and he's become more of a symbol is I've always it, he's always come across it's always come across to me that everyone in the DC universe is afraid of Batman like on some level everyone in Gotham is afraid of got a Batman Not on some level everyone Not everyone I mean the Bat family aren't no, really afraid, afraid of the Green Lanterns don't give a fuck about Batman. I mean, Guy doesn't. And I feel that the citizens of Gotham, in their you know, in comics, in the animated series, in movies, they don't view him as someone to be feared. I mean, obviously, in this film, the mayor elect, uh, viewed him as someone that is a menace and she hesitated to reach out to sure. his hand and it took the boy to like convince him that he's not a bad guy but in other portrayals i've never seen him viewed as a person as someone to be feared well no know? i mean even Unless if you're the bad guy yeah but he is a hope he's a symbol but for but, hope. but 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 here's see i never saw see I never saw Batman more, as that. In a, I mean, uh, that's always to Superman. Yeah, that's the thing. That's to it's, Superman. It's always it's not. always been Superman, though. Yeah, but but Batman is not someone to be feared. I mean, if you're uh, but that's if you're his citizen, whole... He's he is not a threatening person. See, but I dis- I dis- I disagree with that. I, I haven't seen that. Well, you brought up the that. Green Lanterns. The one of the big moments is for in the Green Lantern thing. Is in uh, what is it? Uh, when they initially brought Hal back, uh, and they fight Parallax, John Stewart says it to him, and he basically make even though he's saying is like, yes, the Green Lanterns aren't afraid of him, but John says to him, gets in his face and says, like, 
you know, that's the only thing you hold over anyone. He he basically goes that people are afraid of you. And he goes, what, you know who Batman is when you take away fear? He's just a guy in a bat suit. Like, and that's the thing. For anyone in the D- that's why I, I make the point that I always feel like he's a he's a symbol, but he's a symbol of fear more than he's a symbol of hope. Because once you take the fear away from Batman, people realize he's just a dude. And then they don't care anymore. Like like everyone like all the people on in the Justice League who realize that he's like who aren't actually afraid of him. Or are fr- like friends with him, like Clark on and off, to a certain extent is like does isn't afraid of Batman because you know they know each other. Like Superman trusts Bruce Wayne. I don't know if he, it's weird. There's always this thing where it's just like he trusts Bruce Wayne, but he like, trusts Batman. Too. Yeah, uh, I mean that's the thing. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't smile like Superman or like a hero like Spider Man. But he does the right thing. He always does the right thing. Now, obviously, he has to use fear because, I mean, he's, he's he doesn't have a fucking power ring or a lasso of truth or he's not fucking made out of uh, a man of steel. But he does the right thing. In fact, what I've loved about the Frank Miller version, not at the beginning, but towards the end, about him trying to inspire these kids. Yeah, to, yeah. That's what I pulled from growing up. That he, I mean, yes, he's scary, but those so people like, who are close to him, he, he inspires them, I mean, especially I mean, the people who in, are in, growing in, in, to in becoming hi- heroes. In hindsight, in especially Dark Knight Returns, so it's a little weird and fascist in in hindsight, but that's because it's Frank Miller, and Frank Miller in hindsight does a little weird and right-wing and fascist. Um, so that's not, especially if you read... Uh, a Dark Knight, uh, the the sequel. No, I've not. I've not. Yeah, don't, those. don't. It's it's it's. <laughs> I, I, I was contemplating that, but it goes it goes it goes further into the. I mean, I started. I tried to read All Star Batman. I was like, no. Yeah, no. No, no mm-hmm. I can't do that. You know, it was like he was. You, you could you could read you could read All Star Batman to just look at the pictures. I mean, yeah, it's gorgeous, but it's Jim the, the Lee. It's reading, Jim Lee at the height of his the, of his skills. It was a tough swallow. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, a yeah. tough swallow reading those books. Um, that was, but very... but but to to get back to to the movie, um, but he's been that's portrayed as a symbol of inspiration, that's, especially to humans. Yeah, to sure, humans. sure, sure. You know, people with powers, yeah, whatever. But to humans, they know he does not have powers. Yeah. He does other things to get the job done, and that is inspiration. He's inspired um, the kid who's called The Signal. He's inspired a lot of people to do the right thing, despite the fact that they don't have superpowers. And I think that is what people see in him as a hero. I, mean, I, will, I will also say that the new... You know, if we're going to talk about the comic books, we can come back to the movie. But we're going to talk about the comic books. The new Fifty Two Batman is more like initially is like a, a symbol of fear, but I think like the longer we've had the new Fifty Two Batman around, the more he's like a symbol. They've done. I mean, S- Snyder has done a good job. I yeah, mean, he's Snyder's my boy. You know, he took care of Batman. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I am hoping. 
the shit he's done. And we, we have to make we have to make the future. Let's make the distinct the distinction the distinction. We're yeah. talking about Scott Snyder, yes, not, not Zack Snyder. Yes, my apologies, <laughs> Scott Snyder. We have to make that clear. Yes. He knows Batman. Scott there is Zack there, Snyder does not. There was there is one Snyder who has done Batman very good and very 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 good things for Batman, and one who has done very very Thank bad things for, for Batman. Me. Um, so I mean. I love his run and the fact that he's done a good job deconstructing and pushing Batman to limits. So I mean, I mean, I don't know. If- he's also made the the Bat family so much more mm-hmm. integral. Yeah. To, I mean, I initially we're gonna go off on a comic book tangent, but that's fine. Um, I initially this man is inspiring a lot of future Batman films, from what I've heard. Yeah, uh, for, you know, I was originally a little bit mixed feeling about Damien as a character, but, 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 initially, initially, uh, I I felt, I mean, who invented him? It was like, uh, what's the, the Scottish guy, uh, Morrison. Way back in the day. He's, well, he goes all the way back pre-Morrison. Uh, bringing him, bringing Damien back was Morrison, uh, I what did Grant Morrison do? Uh, something of the demon, the one where no, he has he the. No, he didn't do that. See, but that's he, the no, first version yeah, of Damien. The. But Damien, wait. But he wasn't a character. He was just you. Just knew that he had been born. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but in terms of fleshing out a fucking asshole, you know. Well, that's what I, I mean. Love that. How well, that's right. I didn't initially like him because I was just like, oh, he's just a little shit. And then I grew to love, oh, he's such a little shit. I just, he, no, well, that's what I don't like about the animated versions of Damien. He's not as much of a shit as he should be because yeah. I wanted him to be like so arrogant. He's such he's a not shit. He's such enough a, he's in such, the, in yeah, the yeah, yeah. He's such a little shit. Oh, God. Um, but like later, him being such a little shit makes him such an interesting counterpoint. Like, I love his relationship with Dick. I mean, that, I think his relationship with Dick is the thing that transforms him. Yeah. Not his connection. I mean, obviously, he wants to uh, live up to his father's ideals, but Batman is not a great father. No. <laughs> He's not. Uh, but Dick is a great brother. A big, great he big has, brother. And, and they've done some in. really interesting things with Dick as a character, too, be, where he's gone almost to the, in some elements, even in the animated things, uh, he's made some decisions where he's like, oh, you're doing some Batman at his worst things right now, where he you're making, you're making really Dick move decisions because... Basically, he's he's very much making Batman decisions. Like like I said, Batman when he's being Dick Wait, Batman, where? Uh, just like doing stuff behind people's backs and like in the animated movies. Also in the didn't he like I can't remember the I details. Read much of the recent stuff with uh, Nightwing. He's he's done some sketchy like really? like uh, ultimately paying off, but he's done some like you know. Doing shit behind people's backs and not like, you know, things that he thinks he's are like for the greater good. But like it, I mean, the way they kind of translated it uh, for one of 
they toned it down a little bit, but uh, for long, Young Justice is when they pretend that what's his name, what's her name, is dead. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I remember. But he he's done like a worse version of that, from what I remember and what I understand in the comic books. He's made some decisions where he's just like, no, we're gonna pretend someone's dead, or we're gonna put someone in the hospital because like it's what needs to be done. Uh, you know. Like I said, he's done some Batman when Batman is not being okay. his best. <laughs> uh, and then I think Batman or whoever has called him on it, and he's just like, really? You're calling me on this? Because, you know, Dick and Bruce have a fucking yeah, complicated yeah. Uh, relationship. Uh, yeah, and I don't know about the new 52 uh, Robin, but I, 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 I really like Tim Drake. Yeah. Like. Just because, you know, he's always, even from the outset, been like his own. Yeah. I mean, he's. He's less bat. He's less Batman sidekick than he's Robin, his own yeah. person. <laughs> like. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, this, I mean, this movie had a lot against it. Yeah. Uh, three hours. Not exactly the. It's not a thriller, a thrill ride like yeah. You spy Spider Man No Way Home. I mean, it's there's not as there's also not as many. That's why I was saying like like as far as like problems with the script, there's not as many moments where I actually felt anything very strongly. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I didn't. I didn't have any. Like for you, when you see the Batmobile, when you saw the Batmobile for the first time, that chase, that I didn't have the same reaction to that. I was just like, okay, I mean, this is not cool. Not just the Batmobile. For me, it was like the opening jump, his emergence, the sounds, just sure. the little things. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, and that inspires fear. You know, just like how well executed that was. Yeah, I mean, in in uh, in the Dark Knight trilogy, yeah, you see that he's uh, he's scary. You know, but they mention it. But here, they do a good job executing yes. the horror. Yes, that I mean, just like the the where nothing happens, where you just hear the, the thumping of his footsteps. Yes. That got me. So, so every the, one of those steps so, so got me. The, the other, sound of his Batmobile, not just the driving, just the roar of the screaming, so, like it's a bat out of hell, got me. I just love So I will, I will, moments. I will say, uh, two things now that you, that you bring it up that I love, uh, like little, one big thing and one little thing, uh, the, and I know there are some people I think that might disagree with me on this, but the score is fucking amazing. Oh, I love it. Um, it's it's I love that like, and it's it's weird that it's like it is a a Batman theme, but it's not a Batman theme in the same way that you've had in previous films. Every one of those films have, I mean, they hit a home runs when it comes to unique sound yeah yeah you know, i love the the um the tim burton uh yeah. sound i love the batman animated well, that's, that's, series that's everyone it's that's, just like they find people those are both make... those are both dan danny elfman oh, uh really? yeah um in i believe in definitely in the tim burton batman and i think also in batman the animated series 
Uh, Hans Zimmer did a great job. Hans Zimmer, yeah. With the trilogy. And I was like, there's no fucking way they could pull My- this Michael, off. Michael, there's a reason why that guy gets hired so much now. Michael I've never Giga. heard of him. Spider-Man, all the Spider, most recent Spider-Man movies, really? and Doctor Strange. Michael Giacchino. Yeah, Giacchino. Doctor Strange. All right, I have to check. Yeah, out this yeah, shit. and and because I, I and the Spider-Man films, all I the most been, recent fi- really? Spider-Man films. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. gotta listen to that because I believe me, I have a lot. I have I have all those scores on my me. yeah yeah. But to to your point, uh, as much as I like now like the uh fucking Mad Max fucking Batmobile, uh, the the bit with his boots as far as like that was so I cool. I mind the la- lack of action. It's just. It's just like those moments. Yeah, that's th- just the quiet. Just him being menacing. But but I, but what ooh. but but what I like, what I appreciate about that, weirdly, is that it's not quiet. It's a it's quiet everywhere else, but it's a it's quiet and it's a very deliberate sound. And it's a very deliberate choice of what is making that sound, yeah. which I think is one of those one. Like I said, it's one of the elements of the film that I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. Is is like the thing that like you don't hear or see him, and then you hear the fucking yeah. boots. And the thing is, what I think is interesting is, especially in some of the later moments in the film, when you hear the boots. Everyone knows it's him, which is interesting. <laughs> like it's very deliberate. Uh, like we as the audience know it's him because uh, you know they'll play like the music, but also like when you initially when they hear the boots, they don't know it's him. But it's like later in the film when people hear when other people in the film hear those boots, they know it's him. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, that's fucking. That's fucking and great. That's a great depart. I mean, it's like I don't know who came up with that fucking idea. Someone who saw a lot of like slasher films or whatever, but just there's a lot of incorporating so, that. There's in a lot a of movie like this. Uh, kudos. Batman for Batman and Vic. One of reminding me of the Mandalorian. What, no, no, what Boba Fett in the Mandalorian? Yeah, one, the Spurs. one, like, one, one of the things that uh, made me salty about the Joker. In at the tacked on to the end of this film, is that everything about the Riddler is also like horror movie stuff, like his whole getup, you know, uh, aside from the glasses, the fact that like his whole room and the cl- is right out of fucking seven, the David Fincher film. There's there's a lot of David Fincher. Yeah. And this was so much so that I'm just like, what a David Fincher fucking consult on this film or are like they best buddy. I mean, I would love to look it up like because because there's a lot of David Fincher in this. I mean, and that's one of the things that I actually love. And it's a definite decision. Almost so much. so. Like I said, that's what makes the parts that were seem kind of silly again, just seem distracting to me is just like it's just like, why are there these weird 
dumb elements in the middle of this David Fincher film that I love, that I love, that I love. Yeah. It's a Batman film. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, it is a superhero. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, you, uh, but the fact that they're pushing it to this length, I mean, because we've all seen what Warner Brothers have done to micromanage yes. this franchise. Yes. And we've all seen the disastrous result. Sure. And the fact that they allowed this to happen. Yeah. I'm like, listen, for all its flaws, for all the fact that they, they're always going to make a Batman film, and I'm sorry, Jamie, they're going to make more Batman films because... He sells. I mean, it, it, I want them to not have. Well, here's the MCU, thing. I get. They, yeah, it, Batman I want them to. I want them to to make more. I'm like, great. I mean, understandably, Nolan's film was its own thing, and it looks like, obviously, Matt Reeves' film or films are going to be their own thing. Uh, that being said, unlike maybe the Snyder stuff, I want to see more of this version of Batman. Uh, and also, very much like Nolan, I, w- uh, I would see, I would say, you know, like I said, in hindsight, uh, and also in comparison to Dark Knight Rises, I'm, subs- having seen the film now, I'm substantially more excited to see more of this Batman. I would love to see an evolution of all Yes, that. yes. I mean, they've mentioned Court of Owls. And I would dude, love, maybe dude. Not a, a second movie, but a third movie. Yeah. I would love that because I need to see, they've mentioned the, the uh, Mr. Freeze. I love Heart of Ice from Batman of the, the Animated Series. Sure. I want something as close to that in live action. I want a Mr. Freeze done right. I do too. Even in the animated series, he's he's been kind of he. I will say, Mister Freeze is one of those villains that is so hard to do, uh, and not have him have him come across as silly. I don't know. In and in, in any in any medium, not if you are borrowing from that episode. There's nothing yeah, yeah, about yeah. him that's silly in that episode where everything he's doing. The, even the terrible things, it's all for love. Yeah. I mean, something that you can all, everyone could relate to. Yeah. You know, where you could challenge that. And he, and I don't know how they do the suit or whatever, but if his motivations, like, is he's like a great villain because you don't, he's doing it for a reason. Granted, it's terrible things, but he's doing it for the reason. That would be. I think that would work well in the movie. I, I, if it's done, that's the thing. I, just, I think it is a difficult character to do live action of. I, I. That being said, we, we thought that. But, about but, the but, 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 but let me say. But let me. No, I disagree with that. Uh, I, when we've seen, I, I think what evidence of previous incarnations of the Riddler makes you think that this character would have been successful in. A movie nowadays. Well, I would have well, never pegged. They, they, I mean, I mean the the version that we have seen previous doing that version again wouldn't have worked. Uh, m- that's what I mean about Mister Freeze. I think he is a harder character, particularly from a a visual standpoint. Uh, I think, and from you know. It is, you would have to, there is a, 
you'd have to get cast that so perfectly. Uh, I I don't know who necessarily you could get for that role, but you have to get someone who can be incredibly compelling while not portraying an incredible amount of emotion. And that takes a very... Like, from an acting perspective, that is a difficult thing to do. And from there a directive, there. there are. No, there definitely are actors out there that can do that. Uh, I, um, weirdly enough, uh, the guy who immediately, uh, however I might feel about him as a person, the guy who immediately pops to mind is Fassbender, I think would be in, might be in. about what, you, what his issues was as a person. Apparently, he's shitty to people. Oh, okay. To women and and generally everyone. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, the only I know him of the first class films, and especially the first one. I mean, next yeah, first yeah. class. Yeah. I mean, I I'm very impressed by his ability. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've seen more stuff with him, and they're probably. I mean, I'm I'm not. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. But you need someone who can convey a lot by not. Uh, I mean, I can think of other actors that can do that. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, the person who who I think is really fantastic about it would actually, I think he would make a terrible Mister Freeze. Uh, and that's uh Gosling. You could not cast Ryan Gosling as Mister Freeze. He's too, He's too pretty. pretty. He's too yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. He's fantastic at that, by the way. Um, although he's too pretty. That being said. Who knows? You know what I mean? There's been so many cases in who would have thought I mean the I mean, the uh, the, uh, the obvious Ledger. is every that you always bring up is yeah. Heath Ledger and no one that it's yeah. like, oh he's too pretty too. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I say that as like I could you could never number one, I don't think you could get Ryan Gosling to do that, um, to play that role. That being said, he's really good at that, as evidenced by uh very strongly by fucking Blade Runner 2049 is and basically everything Ryan Gosling has ever been in he's fantastic at that you know I don't think any if they cast him anyone could I couldn't see him as Mr. Freeze that being said that doesn't mean he couldn't play that role (laughs) like because like I said that's what you need for that role so who knows he could be fantastic he could be the perfect person for that as far as I know I was, I, I'm just left wanting more. As, yeah, you know, I, me too. I, just want more. I mean, I was initially a little, want, a little, a little, more. a little like not so excited about seeing this movie. Having seen this movie, I am subs- really excited to see more of this Batman. And I like think more movies that have directors that do their own shit. Yeah. Know? Um, I I mean I don't know what's gonna happen with other DC properties, but I'm starting to think that if you introduce more directors, you don't Warner Brothers does not have to have a DC EU. You know, no. they don't have to do what Marvel does. I think they just I, have to I have think good movies. I think I think good the, properties. Look at what I think Peacemaker. The, 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 the interest Peacemaker that shit works. Maybe you can extend like which is, universes which is, through TV. Maybe which is, which is fun. Which is funny because that's in 
technically speaking, in the Snyderverse now, as per that last episode, uh, like, we didn't actually get to talk about the last episode, but, 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 uh, but fuck you, Barry. <laughs> that was I, such a, such a I, tag on, but so. I was surprised by that. I mean, especially because I'm rewatching uh, The Boys. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so looking forward oh the third season oh. i'm so excited and i'm like no they did not do that and i'm like and the fuck the, i don't know much about ezra miller and the fact that he and momoa came back just for this bit i just love them even more for that it's like thank you for pulling this off because this wouldn't have worked out and uh, apparently that was was james gunn behind the scenes just kind of that wasn't even like a D necessarily like a Warner Brothers DC thing. That was like a James, James Gunn having great comedian <laughs> chops, or 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 just. So I I didn't read about that, but apparently that was a whole like almost a backdoor deal, uh, and then Warner Brothers DC let him get away with it. Like it's like I. I... DC Warner Brothers, let people do their shit. You know, I think if we have more of that, then you know what, people will start viewing your characters a little more with more. So, so I think it's interesting that despite the fact that there's going to be another Aquaman movie that is clearly going to be quote unquote in the Snyderverse. Uh, there's gonna the Flash, mo- the Slash, yeah, the, the the Slash, uh, the Flash movie is gonna be multiverse, so you know that's gonna be everybody, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Black Adam, I get the impression is also quote unquote Snyderverse. Um, I think I don't know. I think I think Batman is going to be its own thing, and I think based I think there on are but, other things, I mean. The Shazam and Black Adam thing is their own thing. Maybe it's going to be their own little pocket because they're yeah. connected. But I think the magical component will be within the Shazam verse. They're going to sure. be their pocket reality, their own pocket worlds. But they don't have to all connect. Well, I mean, Sh- Sh- Shazam, you know, quote unquote, connects to the Snyderverse too. Because this, they implied that the Superman who shows up at the end is is yeah, that but, is I that mean, Superman. Um, but again, I think but but Snyder's here's verse, I think anything that's tied directly to his ideas. I don't yeah. think Shazam. Well, is, here's the thing. Is, here's the thing. When I say Snyderverse, I just mean the same actors that were in the movies that he was involved okay. with. Um, when I say that, I, I mean I think you're right. I think, and I think what I mean. I think they can have a DC EU. Uh, it will be uh, separate from Batman. I think Batman is going to be its own thing. Or maybe just, t- I mean, my wet dream is to have an epic kingdom come. Sure. Multi movie event. Yeah. Where, it, I mean, it's a trilogy or whatever, but you see the build up. I mean, that don't make you know uh connected universe just have stories that build to a grand thing that's what i always want same thing with the uh if you ever do uh if they do green uh green lantern right 
something builds up to the war of light yeah 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 exactly i mean just do something like that yeah within their own pocket universes i think that's what they should aim for i mean and i i i had this interesting thing uh because we we always talk about like that 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 the dc universe doesn't have it's kevin feige and you know what? I'm just gonna come out and say this because, and I've said it before. Uh, and I weirdly a non DC related property I was watching, and then I saw he was in a, one of the executive producers on it. Uh, I watched was it Free Guy on Disney Plus? Free Guy. I didn't realize. I just noticed that it's on Disney Plus recently. It is way you should watch I it. I just it's, heard it's surprisingly good. It is way smarter than it, and funnier than it has a right to be. Uh, yeah, it's worth watching. Okay. Uh, but then at the end of, I literally, I think I had something in my hand and I, I think it was a remote and I just threw it on the couch cause I was just like him again. I was just like, ah, that doesn't fucking surprise me. Uh, Greg Berlanti. Sounds familiar. Arrowverse. Oh. Uh, not just Arrowverse, basically every, virtually every successful show the CW, WB has ever he did. The, he was part of the Free Guy. He was an executive producer on Free oh. Guy. Uh yeah, fucking Arrowverse, Doom Patrol. I'm pretty sure he's somewhere in fucking. I, mean, I like He's him. somewhere. He's somewhere he, in Peacemaker I mean, he too. Pulled, he pulled it off for Warner Brothers, albeit in a smaller scale. Yeah, but he pulled it off, and yeah. he was the only one who got it right in some capacity. It's his, and it's his. All, the whole Arrowverse, and not just Arrowverse, like. Look, he like maybe he's not as good with movies. Who knows? But dude, he his production company has had like what? God, if you count the Arrowverse stuff and even the non-Arrowverse stuff, he's had like seven or eight like successful shows on that, multiple but networks. But the problem is that they're restricting him only to TV. Maybe, but like I said, he was an executive producer, one of the executive producers on Free Guy, so it's just like, I don't know what his, maybe he's just a good producer, I don't know, but every time I see like a DC property, I mean, like I said, I didn't check the credits for Peacebreaker, but it would not respi- <laughs> it would not surprise me in the slightest if he's somehow involved with Peacemaker too. Uh, it's just like, yeah, just, just bring the dude in he seems to know what he's doing and seems to hire people if he's not behind it he seems to hire people who like appreciate going the- for like a unified approach and even if they're on, not even if they're not like based on the <laughs> like, comments on matt reeves i mean he finds i mean despite it being financially successful you you if you're a creator you don't do marvel if you have a vision you only go there if you are going to be told your marching orders and you do it. Yeah. But if and they've definitely have... gotten worse about that over the like yeah. uh I mean they've they've always had a history of that. I don't know, but there are people who that I'm being to see what Raimi is doing with that that that, Doctor that, Strange. that that being said, well that being said, there are people who know how to play in that playground really well. Raimi is one of those people because he's he did it with Spider-Man. Yeah. 
Uh, so he he has experience both working with Marvel Excellent. and with Sony. Uh, Taika, who's doing the Thor movie, definitely. So him more he's inter- more interesting than I think anyone else because I uh, James Gunn too, but I think Taika even more so. He has definitely like managed to insert himself because as much as Thor Ragnarok is a Marvel movie it's a Taiko it's a Taiko movie like he he just it's just and I think even yeah, when you required two flops in order for Taika to do something like sure. that I mean I don't think he would have been able to do it had Thor 1 and 2 been successful He's doing the he's doing the next Star Wars movie too. <laughs> so because like he sells. Yeah, yeah. His his brand sells. Yeah. You know. But also he knows he even said this in when they were making Thor is like he 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 didn't say that it was like a fight, but he did say that he learned how to work within that machine yeah. very well. But some people are not down for that machine. Yeah. Um, well but I also the, it I is. Mean, it's good. If he's also are... not. He's also not an iconoclast. He, he's also. A, I mean, the other guy I brought up, like James Gunn. I mean, they're comedy directors, essentially, essentially, uh, and so they are used to. You know, they can go with the flow if they need to. Uh, they're not or auteurs, whereas like no, I mean, Nolan is an is an auteur, obviously. Matt Reeves is less of an Artur, but but he's but like budding. Yeah, he's budding. He, he wants to do his own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's. I mean, look, those Planet of the Apes movies were way b- better than they had any right to be. I mean, the, <laughs> like, his two films. They didn't I mean, need he did two of the three films. Yeah, right? I mean, they didn't need to be as. I mean, they had problems, obviously, but they didn't actually need to be as good as they were, and they were. <laughs> They were better than they – they were actually that. required to be. <laughs> like, I mean, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, he took it seriously. He didn't ham it in, you know, and as audience members, we benefited from that. Um, so, I But, mean, yeah, I will say, bottom line, as salty as I came across that initial night, very good movie. No, I mean uh, – in, in hindsight, my initial gut reaction was meh. I think there are so much of the movie, as much as the parts oh, no. that I thought were dumb, distracted. There's so much of the movie that is so, so, so good. I mean, you can't be mad if it's if it pushes the envelope on so many areas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, and, granted, and, we and get in it, in your it, bias. What what were they? Well, two, 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 two things. <laughs> two things about that uh, is yes. I'm glad a, you didn't have to hold back. Yeah, yeah. a. Yes, I am biased. Uh, I have some issues with Batman. Um, clearly, we've discussed this before. Uh, B, though, I do. I think I realized by the fact that I got so salty about those elements is I actually really did care about there being a really good Batman movie, and I think. I think my initial gut reaction was that I was disappointed. I have since. I'm not disappointed anymore. I mean, it's it's like there. They've been. A lot I've of definitely Batman, come on, come around they've, on. There've been a lot of Batman films 
and not all of them have been good. So yeah, I mean, I mean, there's you, there is you, you you have to admit that yes, I get it. There are a lot of Batman films, there are a lot of reboots, but not all of the Batman films are good. I mean, yes, we look at Tim Burton's films. I mean, there's at fondly, least one of them that was legitimately terrible. Fondly, Batman Returns. I'm not a big fan. I hate Batman and Robin. That was that was that was the one. Uh, but Batman and Batman. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was it? Is it Batman Forever? Yes, Batman Forever. Eh, I I mean, granted, it's it was more like a Jim Carrey coming out thing. And, yeah. Uh, well, here's here's what I'll say. Uh, and, uh, granted, it's not. I mean, it, I've started. I've learned to not hate Joel Schumacher because he was his hands were tied. His hands were tied. So so and so he, so this, so those movies was a direct we. Uh, response to what Tim Burton did, and Warner so, Brothers so, had to course correct in the so, wrong way. So, so here's the thing about that: uh, he takes the blame for that uh, a little bit more than I believe is fair. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight, as much as I hate Batman and Robin, uh, yeah. Uh, if for no other reason than the majority of his other movies are fantastic. The Lost Boys is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what is it that I'm drawing a blank? It's another one that he... There's a can of... They, like, he... The rest of his... Over, like, his films are really good. Like, it's Batman is actually the, the weird outlier in that one. Uh, Batman Forever, in my opinion, gets a bad rap. It's a bad one. I have a soft spot for that movie. Uh, it, it's Tommy not. Lee it's, Jones, it's not a good movie. Tommy Lee Jones. It's not a good movie. Great actor. He had no. Look! 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 Uh, being in that role. Uh, you know, uh, here's what I'll say about Batman Forever. Uh, I, I, as we know, have a love for terrible movies. I agree. Batman Forever is a terrible movie. Uh, they're good terrible movies. That is not. Yeah, uh, I would, I would, I would, I would to a certain extent agree with you with that. There are just elements of that film that I Is just it because of Jim Carrey. He's a large part of it. Yes, uh, but that that that, 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 be, that being said, you it's, not a good, it's just him. It's just him. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't. I didn't think Val Kilmer was a terrible Bruce Wayne Batman. He was definitely very wooden. Um, it's. I mean. I don't know if he's a great actor, but I also he had very little to work. Yeah, uh, I enjoy how over the top Tommy Lee Jones is in that movie. I will say that Batman movie, Batman and Robin, they took that too far. I said they were they were right on the edge of it for me in Batman Forever. Jim Carrey was definitely past that point, uh, but he's Jim Carrey. What the fuck are you gonna do with him? Yeah. Um, and that's what he was asked to do. Yeah. Well, you, you, you it, it wasn't even that he was asked to do that. You hired him because you know that's what he yeah. was going to do. Uh, yeah. So, like, look, it. No, it's not a good movie. I have, like I said, I have a soft spot in my in my heart for that movie. Uh, I love. Batman Returns is not a great movie either. I enjoy Batman Returns more. Uh, than Batman '89. Oh, oh, so do I. I just love the cast. I mean, uh, that's what I'm. That's what I was gonna say. It's not a great movie. 
But I love Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie. And what's his name? Walken. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's my favorite part. Yeah. He's weird, but for some reason, I was drawn to him. Comes back. I'm going to throw her off a taller building. Just, <laughs> so, God, he's so... I mean, you want to talk about, like, just... Just actor... So, the, the thing that's was in all of the Burton films, especially the villains is it's just villains chewing and actors just chewing screen space like in all of them in in even in you know Batman the first one it's fucking jack just eating scenery <laughs> like in the second one it's Michelle Pfeiffer and fucking Danny DeVito just like and Christopher Walken just just chewing scenery in you know Jim Carrey and in, in even in Batman as awful as that movie in it's fucking Schwarzenegger fucking eating scenery in that movie, which kind of proves the point how shitty those actor bat actors were. Yeah, I mean, with the exception of uh, of Michael Keaton, who I still more so in the first film than in the second one, uh, much. Significantly more so in the first film than in the second one. Uh, just because in the second one, he definitely he has less moments where you're seeing just him as Bruce Wayne. There's more of him as Bruce Wayne kind of by himself and interacting with Alfred in the first film. And you just, there's just uh, almost in a weird contrast to. Robert Pattinson, it's just, there's just a weirdness about him that is just like something behind the eyes that is just like, oh, he's just, I, like the way he plays Bruce Wayne is just like this eccentric weirdo, which is funny because you, it makes you even more like, well, why, why did no one figure out that he was Batman? <laughs> this weirdo, this just weird loner, rich loner, uh, so yeah, uh, I appreciate it. So yeah, I will say, you know, couple weeks distance from the Batman, really good film. My initial uh, after my initial meth, and I definitely Daredevil and fan. I definitely want to see it again from a Daredevil. Yes, fan. everyone who's a Batman fan, even the not as the hardcore nerdy ones, but who they just love Batman films, they all love it. So if you love it's Batman, fair. Film, it's fair. You love this. Um, I had a conversation with a, a colleague of mine. She was unsure about the the length, you know. Yeah. And I wasn't too sure how she'd handle it, but she came to me and hugged me, and it's like it's the best she's ever seen. I'm like, I'm glad that you. That's fair. Batman friends, you will love this. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Uh, that being said, very briefly, I bought. Uh, no way home again. I think I might have cried more watching it again in my home by myself <laughs> than I did in the theater. There was less like woo moments, just because you know, you know, not in a giant group of people, but just like having those little, just ah oh, man. Basically, the whole last like forty-five minutes of the movie, <laughs> from the time from when May dies to the end is just like me just tears <laughs> not constantly but just like you know every little moment 
Yeah, thank you for telling me that. I would not have known uh, that it was out. So I'm definitely going to check that out and yeah, watch yeah. it tomorrow. Uh, it's uh, available to buy for 20 bucks uh, digitally. Um, so I think we've covered... I mean, I'm sure I'm going to watch the Batman again at a later point, just like I brought up Spider-Man No Way Home again. I definitely noticed some stuff, references to the other films that I didn't notice the first time around because I was too busy, like, wooing to notice the Easter eggs. Um, yeah, I def- I know there's stuff in... There's probably stuff in the Batman. Uh, I think it's one of those movies that... I definitely think it's one of those movies that at, at, as I watch it more than once, I will probably grow to enjoy it more. I'm predicting that. I might be wrong. But just based on the fact that my initial reaction was... was I think they may kill off Alfred. I, I, that's, I was like, when he got hit with the bomb, I was like, are they going to pull elements from, what was it, like? No Man's Land or something like that. I would have, I would have been a little bit salty if they had just killed. But I, but I don't know. I think they have to build up that relationship a little more. They do. Yeah, yeah. They. He's not even really a character yet. Yeah. So. Um. Um, but yeah, I mean, good movie, uh, and I'm glad that you've toned down. Your yeah. Rate. I'm uh, I'm still a little bit salty about the, but I also feel like some of the stuff I'm salty about again might hold up better when I watch it again. I'm not going to pay to see it in the theater necessarily again just because I don't need to I mean, be in the theater hours, again yeah. <laughs> for three hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a long time. But I, I will definitely uh, – I definitely want to see it again. Um, and I think based that because my initial opinion was meh that like – and it has since gotten, you know – more positive that I will have a more positive an even more positive opinion of it watching it again. Uh, that being said, couple of things that Disney has done and or released that I feel like we should discuss. Well, one, I'm happy that Daredevil is on Disney Plus. Yes, I am pissed. It's not in 4K. Really, it's not in 4K. It is. I was like, why the. F- it's not in 4K because I'm sure Netflix did that shit in, in 4K. Um, did they? I don't remember. No, it's always been in 4K. That's why I, it's one of the best looking shows out there okay. on Netflix. Okay. Like, uh, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know it wasn't in 4K, but I think it's because I, I don't have 4K, so it doesn't um, um, yet. And so. then apparently, I think from what I've heard, the Matt Murdock that we saw in MCU in uh, no Way Home is not the same type of Daredevil that we grew, grown accustomed to from the Netflix show. And they're doing a new show, aren't they? Yeah, but I I think I mean it's weird. It's so so I'm I'm I have mixed feelings about this because on the one hand I'm excited for the Disney. I'm sorry. I'm not excited for it either. Uh I will say, so, uh, I was super not excited after Hawkeye. Um, I feel like them taking on and hosting the Netflix Marvel stuff at least shows a willingness that they're at least willing to host stuff like that, whether they're willing to 
produce content that is nearer to that stuff uh, is an open question. I feel like them now hosting it on Disney Plus at least uh, it fills me with a tiny smidgen more hope that even if they're saying that they're going to do a different quote-unquote version of Daredevil, that it's not going to be... I mean, obviously, it's not going to be that version of Netflix. That version of Daredevil. I don't think they could do that version of Daredevil even I mean, I even know, now that they... Why not? Why not? I mean, maybe not under the Disney umbrella, but they own Hulu. Yeah. Or a, 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 like a Fox banner. Or whatever banner that they have well, cool. that, Here's... Is, that is not associated so, with the, the sheen of Disney. So, so, so here's the thing. Two things that are I think are interesting about this. Uh, number one... I think it's a positive, I think, I could be horribly wrong about this, but I think it's a positive sign that they've chosen to host the Netflix stuff I mean, on Disney+. Plus. Well, 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 they could have just let Netflix keep it. Uh, and if they weren't going to do that, they could have decided to just shelve it, which would have been a really shitty... They couldn't have done that. I mean, yeah. it's that's valuable. And plus, more content on Disney Plus is something that they need. Yeah. You know, yes, they're producing their own shit, but if they, if they, if it's already their own characters, might as well just have it on. So, because so, they're great shows. So, so here's the thing: the simple re, the simple fact that they are willing to host it on Disney Plus proper and not port it over to Hulu, which they own, uh, I think is a positive sign that they might be willing to take a little bit more chances especially now that you they have a different version of Disney Plus have you logged into Disney Plus since they've added the Netflix yeah, shows yeah yeah, the, yeah the whole yeah but I think it's not in response to future content it's just it isn't but 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 Punisher and but that being know, said like I said the simple fact that they are willing to host that stuff I think is a positive sign for it. We'll see. It, like I said, it is not a lot of it. It is a smidgen. Isn't there like backlash against that? Shit? There is because, but that's dumb because all of those people forget that Disney owned Miramax. I didn't know that. Yeah. Disney owned Miramax. Which I want to shout. Everyone who's salty about that, I want to walk up to them and go, Disney owned Miramax. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Disney owned owns Miramax. Yeah. And they were not public. They tried to bury that shit too. They like, they, but yet Disney, Disney owns Miramax. <laughs> I know, I know, I know it changes, changes your whole perspective on shit, doesn't really? it? Yeah. So they never, it is like it's, it was buried, but yes, uh, Miramax was technically a holding of, the Disney Corporation. Disney never like said it wasn't like me. It wasn't a public thing. But if you actually like did did the digging, you could find out that yes, technically Disney, the corporation Disney, owned the film corporate owned the film production company Miramax. So how are they doing Daredevil? I mean, not Daredevil, uh, Deadpool. I just heard that they've decided on a director. So wh where is that going to go under? Is it under Disney? 
It's but under Fox. It's under Fox. In the same way that now Fox movies still come out under the Fox thing. That's the oh. thing is they don't have to say it's so this is where people get like kind of con, like weirdly confused. Um yeah, if they put out a Deadpool movie and it's rated R, they can just put up the Fox logo. It's not like the Disney logo is going to come out before the the Fox logo now. But we all know now that Disney owns Fox. There are plenty of Fox movies that are come they're going to come out like Fox Movie Studios that are going to be rated R. And we all know that Disney now owns Fox Movie Studios. That doesn't mean that suddenly Disney is going to start like you're going to see the Disney logo before you see the Fox Then why logo. the fuck do... Why, then do that instead. Put some of the R-rated content under the Fox umbrella. Because they wanted it... Because it's, technic- it's Marvel. That's why. And technically all of the Marvel stuff is now under the Disney but umbrella. You're going to have to allow for some R-rated shit unless they're never... Unlike, unless Deadpool is going to be the only R-rated content that is Marvel-related. Is that going to be the thing? I think it is a way for them to, uh, like, sneakily, or at least a way they were, they're going to try maybe to sneakily get around that. Because I see Deadpool on Hulu. I, I see... That's the thing. They want to be able to host all of that content in one place. So they will release Deadpool on their Fox. Uh, it will ho- hopefully be rated R because technically it's Fox and quote unquote. And for all intents and purposes, Fox is still its own movie company. It's not like they're putting out a Disney movie. Uh, so sort of. But it means that when Deadpool comes is comes out streaming the movie, it'll be streamed on Disney Plus. Oh. But it'll be streamed on Disney Plus through the okay. the same way you have to yeah. access now the Netflix stuff. The only way you'll be able to access Deadpool is if you have allowed access to okay. the the I the mean, TVMA stuff. I mean, I just hope. I mean, I just hope. Disney stops being stupid. I mean, with the most recent news about them supporting legislation that bans the gay word, you know, in Florida, that that concerns me. That so, so, so 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 is, so is, is, is so here's the here's the, here, 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 here's the weird here's the weird on. thing about that story in particular. Um <laughs> That was a snafu for them because they, from what I understand about that, they didn't, like, someone in the company supported, like, they weren't as collectively as, a, like, supported it. And then, they, it was yeah. like more an individual trying to do that? An individual who had money was supported. And then they, as a company, tried to realize, oh, shit, uh, and I could be wrong about this, but but the impression, at least, the way they're 
let me phrase it this way. The way they're trying to spin it is, oh, we as a company don't actually, they were trying to walk back whatever happened there and be like, oh, no, 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 we as a company don't actually like support that. So they tried to like soft, do some like, so we're like, what they basically did was they tried to uh, like bury it by giving a bunch of money to like uh, uh, LGBTQ organizations and all the LGBTQ organizations all went, wait a minute, you have to denounce that, yeah. what you just did then. You have to not, or whoever it is, you know, in your company who gave the money or, or supported that, you have to do something about that. And they basically didn't. They ba- well, basically all the, they tried to, like I said, they tried to like, like even it, even it out, quote unquote, or like bury it by trying to give money to LGBTQ organizations. And all those organizations went, no, we don't want your money uh, until you really address what happened, what and just happened I'm there. Sure there's more of that guy in the, dis- yeah, yeah. whoever the decision makers are at Disney. And that's what concerns me. Well, Here's an interesting thing. 2022, we've got people like that who's afraid of the word gay. I think Disney is going to run into a problem uh, as a corporation. And we could also, we could already see like, like little things of this with like Letitia Wright and some of that, like some, some of this creeping in. Where there's Disney, the corporation that owns Marvel and Star Wars and Fox, uh, and as a corporate entity now owns all of this media. And some of those media have, you know, they're now a big enough company that they now have people who are trying to... uh, You can even see this on the streaming channel. Uh, they have gay creators they who are putting out content. Uh, they have, you know, they're in the content arena. They have a lot of, they're trying to promote diversity. Uh, and what they're running into the problem is they're such a large corporation. They still have those, some of those old school, like Disney, Disney people who are conservatives with a lot of money. And I think you're going to start to see, you've already, now you've started to see it, it's like, oh, the the content arm and subsequently the PR arm of your content uh, part of your company is going to start to run up against the corporate money conservative chunk older chunk of your company and you're gonna start to see some problems and this i'm like that this this whole snafu with with that uh is not a surprise i think they're they're trying to they're such a big company and we've seen this with all of them with amazon too where it's just like you can't there's a certain thing like you just you just are so big that you can't appeal to everyone some of your people are gonna who have a lot of who are, have a lot of stake in your company and have a lot of money are going to start to give to money 
that isn't in line with the public face that you're trying to put across, uh, and it's going to cause you some problems. Like I said, it's like that old, the old saying is like, when you've started to try and please everyone, you're going to start to please no one. (laughs) Uh, same thing with the, I mean, if you want to get, come back to the, the content conversation, like they're hosting, the R-rated content, does that mean they're going to produce R-rated content? And if they don't, it's just like, well, now you're trying to please everyone. And in doing so, you're going to end up pleasing no one (laughs) because you're going to make all the big fans of all the Netflix content you ported over, and then you're going to Disney-fy all that content and make all of us upset about that. Because, like I said, you're like, oh, we're hosting. You can still see your R-rated content. We're just not going to produce any new R-rated content. It was like, all right. Well, then you're hypocrites. Yeah. And we're all going to have to be like, well, yeah, they're they're a giant corporation. By nature, they're fucking hypocrites. That's how that works. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I just pray that someone knocks these decision makers on their head and just like, listen... I know it's not their cup of tea, but the Daredevil formula works. Don't fuck with that shit. Keep the same or people, or if if hire the same people if you want and it. give us a, a fourth season. Just give us a fucking fourth season. Well, well, well. well here's here's the funny thing well, about that's what I. Want. Well, here here's the 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 interesting thing about that uh, that we read maybe a year or two ago that might may or may not bring fruit. Uh, the guy who was behind and that we all know knows how to do good shit does have a contract with Disney. Uh, the, the, the ex Buffy dude whose name I'm drawing a blank on right now. Um, the the guy who used to be a writer on Buffy the Vampire Slayer back in the day, he is, was the guy who was the show creator for Daredevil, why uh, Cabin in the Woods? Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard signed a deal with Disney like two years ago, or but a year ago. Touch, will Disney allow him to touch Daredevil again? Uh, Who I, knows? I, mean, I would hope so. Like, here's the thing: the the like the the weird way that Disney has worked like that. It was just like. So Disney signed Drew Goddard on to a contract to work on something a couple of years, like a year before the Netflix stuff was over, and now you have the Netflix stuff on Disney Plus. Does Drew Goddard still have his contract with Disney Plus? Like, like I feel like that name you might see that name pop up again in reference to Disney again. We'll, I mean, hopefully we'll see. Uh, but, but. I mean, if history has taught us anything, is like some of that stuff doesn't end up being a fucking coincidence. You know what I mean? Like, I hope. I mean, I yeah, hope. Yeah. Uh, that being said, like, I'm super. Now that we've seen like some preview teaser previews, uh, I'm Miss Marvel. I'm excited about Miss Marvel. That I am dope. I mean, that looks got gave me some. Uh, Homecoming vibes. They are. They are. Uh, d- definitely looks like they, John Hughes vibes. I, I love that. I'm, I'm I love that, that. I love that book. Uh, I will say it looks like they are. Re- I may start picking reading her 
he, here, oh, here's here's the here's the unfortunate thing that it that looks like just from that preview, and I'm sure I, it looks cool, but even from the preview, I'm just like, all right, so we're just we're pretend. I we already knew we were pretending that Inhumans never happened. It also, it looks like we're pretending that all of the inhuman stuff from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you're pretending like that didn't happen either. Because technically speaking, Miss Marvel is an inhuman, and the reason why she got her powers in the comic books was because of Terrigen Mists yeah. being released over the... whether they, And she's a direct result because they didn't own Fox at the time, and they had to have some answer to the mutants. So as I think whatever happened with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer... Is it canon still? It was canon. I don't know what they're doing with that shit yeah. now. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll see. Like. We'll see what happens. Um, and her powers are a little different. They're more cosmic. It looks like she's getting some sort of weird gloves. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, it's 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 strange. Um, and she's is it because of? I mean, she could have. They could have given her powers, but is it because her powers are very similar to Mr. Fantastic's that they wanted to differentiate sort of I mean in the yes and no there are elements of her powers that are similar to Mr. Fantastic but there are elements of her powers of like she can stretch but she can also make parts of her bigger uh, so there's also elements of her powers that are similar to like Ant-Man. She so has this weird comment, like comment, like amalgam. Of- her mass as well. She just- can make like her hands like giant and like yeah, she can yeah. It's it's a whole. She even uses the, yeah, the if I'm remembering correctly in the comic book she actually calls it she like in biggin she'll I've just be like hands in biggin that. <laughs> that reminds me of a reference in, of uh in married with children's but that's not yeah. appropriate for children sure but yeah it's just like it's like that's not that's a thing i thought it was, uh, that's uh i am biggins i am mildly i am interested in moon knight but mostly because of oscar isaac and, and ethan hawk i'm waiting uh, and it looks really different. It does. It yeah, it looks different, and I. I it looks it like also, it's my cup of tea. That's also it's it is weird. Good. It's also a. It'll also be a test case to see how dark they are willing to go. That's true. As a Disney Plus show. That's coming out what this month or next the end month? of this month. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obi Wan again. I am. I am. Excited I about hate mo- the Jedi, but I am down for Obi Wan. Mostly because Ewan McGregor, and just because that that fucking preview is banger. Uh I'm excited about She Hulk, but mostly because of Tatiana Maslany. I don't know how that's gonna work out, but I'm just I don't, watching it. She's like the Rock. I'm watching it just for her. Yes, she's she's amazing and amazingly fine, and like she's an incredibly actress and amazingly amazingly fine. So I'm just like I'm here for it. I don't even care. I don't care. I don't care. Even even giant green digital Tatiana Maslany. I'm there for that. I don't give a shit. It's fine. <laughs> like I'm so there for that. And I'm curious to see how they're. I mean, it seems like they're giving it some Law and Order vibes. So yeah, I'm curious to see what direction they're going with that show. 
There are, and I, I know there are lots of themes with all of the properties that they do. So I'm curious to see how that it's works. it's interesting because more than just like more recent, like She Hulk, there's so much interesting stuff. They get, like I would. They're never going to do some of the more recent stuff with the Hulk. No. Because that shit is crazy. It's great, but it's fucking crazy. Um, the She-Hulk stuff is... There's a lot of really interesting stuff they could do with. Both going like a weird Law & Order uh, direction. A uh, Ally McBeal with superpowers. <laughs> they could do that. Um, that could be a direction. There's also... Uh, the uh, There's a really dark version where like in some of the versions of She-Hulk where like she starts to take on more of the the Hulk in his in his more beastly way she starts to like some of that starts to pop up in her uh and has because she's such a Jennifer Walters is such a different character from Bruce Banner the way some of that plays out in the comic books would be really interesting, and and not in the same way that like the the weird like immortal Hulk stuff that they've done in the comic books, which is batshit insane. There's no way they could do that. No. I don't think in, in any in in any form. It's just it's no. It's too dark and too weird. Uh, uh. That being said, there are ways they could do the dark She Hulk stuff. I don't know if they're going to do that. There are ways that they could with the Disney Plus show. But but but, this, but, but I mean not maybe maybe down the line. But there are ways they could do that. That because of who of Jennifer Walters is and because of who She Hulk is, I think would be easier to do than to do it with Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Um, and it's not even just. Because like she's a woman, it's just be- she's such a different character, uh, Jennifer Walters than who Bruce Banner is. She's not a scientist. She's like though how she gets the powers is way different. Like uh, the way she copes with like the because initially like her becoming She Hulk is not her losing control, and the later books were like she starts to lose control. It is much more interesting character-wise because she doesn't have the history of losing control like the Hulk does. So it's def- it's it's there's a, a mo- there's like there's a depth to it that you could do on a show, uh, and there's a darkness you could do without it being like that could still they could still do in a Disney Plus thing. Because they've done From some. The look of it, I, it's definitely. I don't think they're going to do uh, that in this initial season. No, because even even in the comic books, that doesn't happen to her yeah. until way like very recently. So yeah, I'm psyched about yeah, the mean, new the new Marvel stuff. Honestly, um, the possibilities. Of the possibility. I mean, yes, they, I agree. Like, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean those shows give some promise, and obviously Obi Wan. You know, I didn't think would interest me but the fact that it's only like a limited series shows that they're gonna go all out for this uh, yeah this show and i can't wait to see what happens and it's who just... shows up 
it's just, and like I said, just some of the elements of like who, so I get curious like about like preview stuff of like who does the previews because there's just such the voiceover just from the initial thing is just like sets a tone for that that is so different. Again, like the Star Wars shows, like all of them are so different. Like it's so just the that initial line of like the war is over we lost <laughs> and then it just so him on the desert by himself it's just like okay we're dead there's there's a tone that they're setting with this that i think is i um, it, it, same thing is like fuck the jedi but that how he gets from the end of revenge of the sith to who he is at uh a new hope is is a is actually a story I'm really interested in, and also I don't know if they're gonna do it with the show, but I would love to see. Pre- I I I predict they're not gonna do it with the show, but I still really want to see it because of Clone Wars. I want to see some pre Jedi Obi Wan. I don't think they're gonna do it, but I would love to see pre- some no. pre Jedi. <laughs> In like a flashback. Oh god, I want that fucking story from Clone Wars of the girl, the yeah. the, the 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 leader of the Mandalorians yeah. on Mandalore. I was just like, what's going on there? I want that fucking yeah. story. I was like, I, yeah, they're yeah, they're they're not gonna do it, but yeah, um, yeah, because I mean, from what I've heard, Ray Park's not Darth Maul is not gonna be in this, but it seems like they're alluding to Vader having an appearance. Sure. And I'm very much curious to see how they yeah, why not? cross sabers. Um, but yeah. Yay. Yeah, Good yeah, shit yeah. coming on board. I'm yeah, excited yeah. about that. Oh, oh yeah, and, and The Boys Season 3. I'm fucking uh, so excited about that. <laughs> I mean, more Call Urban. And I will watch the shit out of that just because of him. I mean, I love the fucking cast, but... And, and, and just... It, I can't... And just because of his, he's just fucking charismatic. I, so I will say that that is one of the very few examples for me where if you've seen the show and I think we talked about this a little bit, weirdly, they actually kind of scaled down the craziness a little bit from the book. And yeah. and that was the like that was the correct they would but that was actually the correct choice yeah. and also did some other different crazy stuff for the show that I think like oh that was actually the better choice because Grant Morrison it's Grant Morrison right or is it Mark Ennis. Miller it's Ennis Garth Ennis, Ennis. Garth Ennis readily admitted that. That first run on the boys, he was just trying to push every button. Like, he was trying to make everything as batshit insane and offensive as possible. Like, he's like, I've read interviews, he's just like, yeah, yeah, that was deliberate. It's just like, and it's like what they, I think they had like about the show, it's like, no, it's fine that they didn't do all of that for the show. I was like, I was, I was trying to, to provoke people. It's, it's just like, I just, you don't have to do that for the show. It's fine. 
and that being said, just you're like, yeah, the, the show was still its own level of batshit crazy, and I'm it's I'm so here for it. I'm, I, yeah, I'm here for it. I love that show so much. That and whenever the hell Invincible comes back, um, uh, just because there's so much, so much in that yeah. book and that I, they haven't done yet. Yeah, I know. Um, there's so much that they can that I'm interested to see how they're going to adapt it or change it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, I mean, Amazon, I mean, they just, I think finalized the purchase of bond or MGM. Or something oh, like okay. That, uh, recently. So, I mean, hopefully they develop more awesome shit. Oh, and have you, I don't know if it's been released yet, but apparently the halo show is kind of, <laughs> I don't know. If, no, it's not released, but I've heard, the f- people have gotten early release of the first two episodes, and okay, yeah, you know, critics have been able to comment on it. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not. Unlike uh, Dan, you know, I'm not a Halo fan, but I'm it's I'm a sucker for sci-fi and I am too. Plasma yeah, swords, I'm so I'm, I'm curious. Know. I'm curious. I just never. Liked, I'm not gonna be able to watch it, but I'll, I'm curious. I just never liked the the look of the Covenant and the. I just they just look too fucking cartoonish. Sure, you know. Sure. Um, and Master Chief is very dude bro, you know. He is. Is I'm not into that, but he shoots aliens, so I'm I'm a sucker for that. I'm definitely the right market uh, person to watch. I, I am too. I don't have Paramount, so I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, that being said, briefly, do you want to talk about Discovery? I know what happened on Discovery. I just like. Some of the stuff that happened on Discovery. No, I mean, it's like the first three seasons, I mean, have been a slog. Have been a slog. I mean, I've tried to get down with the changes that Alex Kurtzman or have been trying to do. Um, I have my issues with Burnham as a character. You know, I find that apparently she's you're so not the you're apparently you're not the only one annoying. Um, where she just does terrible things, make terrible decisions, and at the detriment of the crew. I mean, I don't mind Burnham as a character if she was balanced out by the show giving other characters moments to shine. They haven't. This season, season four, not only do other characters have time to shine, but the fact that, you know... It's very Trek. You know, they get into philosophy. They get into first contact. You know, um, you, they talk about, you know, uh, just like ph- philosophical, philosophical ideals that I eat up like nothing when it comes sure. to Star. Just like dialogue about what's right and wrong, how to interact with the species, you know, what are the proper course of action. That's what I want from Star Trek. That's what you're there for. Yeah, and yeah. then I got that this season. Okay. And I know a lot of people were, I think, complaining about how emotional it is this season, but you can't ignore what we've been going through over the last sure. few years. You have to incorporate some shit like that. And... I mean, and because we're getting more of the cast, fucking, you know, the actor who plays Stamets and his husband, Hugh, god damn it, they're fucking lovely. Like, just now, you know, at the end where they're making first contact, and, you know, 
Hugh was excited about like meeting these aliens and he decided, you know what? I just want to be with you. You know, <laughs> despite all of this, I mean, and just to see Stamets, oh, I fuck, he just wants to be with his family. That just fucking, I love that, you know, where slowly but steadily this season we're establishing that this crew of the Discovery is a family. And that's what was missing. There yeah. was a lot of crazy shit, alternate timelines, mirror universes. Going back to the, going to the future. I mean, I mean the other stuff that Star Trek does. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but for episodes it works, but just to like, what they did with the certain seasons, it prevented uh, a flow to happen. You know, you've been throughout the first three seasons, we've been thrown in a roller coaster where we can like set our feet in what the show is all about. Sure. You know, now I feel finally we can get an idea of where this direction of this crew and this show will be. And then I'm curious to see it. I mean, it took fucking three seasons, uh, but fi- uh, four seasons, but we're finally here. And I can't wait to see how they explore the unknown reaches of the future. So just two last things that I'm going to suggest uh, to you. Eve and also to everyone uh, one that I already talked about absolutely anything to show on net uh, uh, it's a movie that's available on Prime uh, from 2017 with Kate Beckinsdale and Simon Pegg directed by Terry Jones uh, who was a member of Monty Python it has all of the members of Monty Python doing voices of aliens an alien Council and the premise is this galactic council council of aliens as an experiment to see whether human the human race and Earth are worth saving or destroying completely destroying. They give one guy Simon Pegg the ability to do anything. All he has to do is say, "Oh, I wish blah blah blah," and then wave his hand, and what he says happens. And it's really funny. It's short. It's Simon Pegg. It's you, you kind of. It, it's the guys. One of the guys, original guys from Monty Python, writing and directing. You kind of can't go wrong. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Eve, just as an anime thing, um, you don't have Crunchyroll, so you can't necessarily watch. I'm thinking about it because of the whole acquisition of like Funimation. Funimation. So basically Crunchyroll is going to be now the now that they've, you know, merged with Funimation, they're going to be the home for anime. Uh you can watch you can watch old seasons uh basically the super popular shows. You can watch uh seasons of on the older seasons you can watch on Netflix. I think Hulu is actually up to date on the really popular series. So that being said, you need to, need to, need to get on both Attack on Titan. That's right, too. You have to get through the first season. Okay. The first season is a lot of just people dying and screaming. Yeah, that's... I, I had this... I had the exact same problem... Uh, it took me, I watched ha- most of the way through the first season, got really in, uh, like worn out and people 
dying and screaming, and then Dan and basically everyone else I know who watches anime were just like, I understand. You need to get to the later seasons. It gets way more interesting. It gets way more crazy. I will say my biggest criticism, because the action is fantastic on the show, my biggest criticism that you're going to run to on the show and Attack on Titan's biggest flaw is ultimately, at least for me, uh, you might end up not caring about whether any of the characters live or die. Uh, and part of that is because one of the central themes of the show, as it gets crazier and expands, is that war basically corrupts and destroys everyone. Even people start out being good. War, like, when war drags on, it makes everyone horrible. Um, it's, I think that's the underlying theme of the show. That being, that and you need to, need to, need to, need to get on Demon Slayer. I keep throwing it at you. Demon Slayer is fantastic. If for no other reason than if you ever get Crunchyroll or the second, like the most recent season after the movie, uh, there's the first season and then there's the movie, which uh, can uh, on Crunchyroll and maybe on Netflix is split. You can both watch the movie or watch the movie split into four episodes. Uh, movie's good. It feels like an extended two episodes. But the reason why I bring this up is if you like Dragon Ball at all, uh, same reason to watch Attack on Titan, but I think Demon Slayer even more. The last four episodes of the most recent season are just one long fight and it is possibly the best fight I have seen in an anime maybe ever like it's it's the animation is crazy the the like the element of like you know where the characters look like it's hopeless and then they come back but they like it doesn't Spoiler, really, because it's a trope in a lot, all kinds of action and anime. It's like, oh, it's the heroes. They look like they're going to fail. But, like, the, the, like, how just the shit kicked out of them, all the main characters are, and the level of, like, oh, my God, you're still fighting. And, like, it's like that sort of Spider-Man No Way Home Avengers Endgame. It's that, like, level of, like, Holy fuck, they're still fucking fighting. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's fucking amazing. So, yeah, you need to get on Slayer. If there are any two anime, I would say, you, you, if, especially if you're, like, a Dragon Ball action fan, yeah. like, those are the two. Um, um, have you, are you interested at all in everything, everywhere, all at once? It's funny, I was, I was just gonna, I was gonna bring, yes, very much so. Because, I mean, I've been, it looks weird. I know it's a little bit of martial arts, but it's, I've read it's very weird, and I'm very curious to see it's, that. It's, it's another, like, weird multiverse movie, and it's a multiverse movie done by A24, starring Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I'm fucking all there okay, for that right, movie. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny, because I, I was trying to remember the name of the movie. I was like, that movie, that A24's movie, that's the other thing that I'm really excited about. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, 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 like that streams right up my alley. That and, that, 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 that and fucking nope. Yeah, 
<laughs> of course, no. Um, that is definitely uh, the thing. But I was like, I wasn't too sure if that movie was on everyone, anyone else's radar as well. Because it, it's it's A24 and A24 has like a weird, like, all the movies they did, they're kind of known for horror movies. But I think that's mostly because of uh, Midsommar. Uh, but just like they just inter even yeah interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> that studio. So glad whenever whenever they put out a movie, I'm just like even though I don't end up seeing, it, I'm just like this looks interesting. <laughs> it looks intriguing. Uh, they look like they're gonna be uh, even. They look like even more so. I say than I would say than Blumhouse because Blumhouse is generally just horror. Mm-hmm. A24 looks like one of those studios. It's like, oh, you, there's gonna, you're gonna put out in whether I enjoy it or not. It, I'm going to be interested because you look like you're, you're a studio that is taking chances on interesting, weird shit, movies, ideas, you know. So, yeah. Right, so I definitely will check out the release date. I don't touch base with you when yeah. you're able to watch it because I'm definitely down to see it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and apparently there's an. I think there's a there's a new, a mid season, uh, coming out of uh, Young Justice. Although this this last season of Young Justice was kind of. Eh. I'm getting on that eventually. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm like behind. I've only seen the first two episodes, but I haven't been on it. It's uh, when they leave Mars. It's it's get it's more magic oriented. And it's it's interesting. I don't know the like it's it's a, another one of those things where it's just like those first two seasons are so good, and like the third and the fourth seasons have been substantially less good. <laughs> they haven't been bad, but it's just like they set the such quality, a fucking yeah. hard high bar. And and I'm going to continue to yell at you about this until you like the way we yell Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. You need to fucking get on Doom Patrol. <laughs> I'm, I know you're going to love be, Doom Patrol. I know you'll like it. Uh, as depressing as parts of it are, there are parts of it that are so funny and the, the like at least half the cast, the main no, I will say the the main cast with the maybe exception of the guy who plays Cyborg and even he's pretty good are fantastic cuz uh, even though he's in a robot suit and just doing the voice the entire time, it might be the best, one of the best things that Brendan Fraser has done in like 15 years. So yeah, get on fucking Doom Patrol I mean, I'm already. I'm gonna get on that. Yeah, I just have to get on that. Okay, <laughs> and I think I think that's it. All right, I think awesome. That's it. I'll probably, as I always do, I I'll probably remember something after we stop recording and I go home or tomorrow or <laughs> figure it out. All right, man. Good night, everyone.